Orla Perik Base, Mishnah Tezain 2.16. The principles of this Mishnah are largely the same as the principles laid out in the previous Mishnahs. Um, and really, it's just a setup for the last Mishnah of the Perik to some degree. That's how the Tosyantov explains why even we have to have such a Mishnah for in the first place, because there's really nothing new being added in truth. The Mishnah will discuss a mixture, Tarobis, of Kudshe Kachim, Pigal, and Nosar, along with other generic chulin meat. So what are these things? Just the background. Kadshe kachim is sacrificial meat, in the context of our Mishnah here, um, that came from Achatos or an Asham, Corbin, um, and Kadshe kachim may be eaten only by Kohanim, actually only, only male Kohanim inside the Azar, the temple courtyard. But the point is it's permitted to Kohanim under certain circumstances. We'll assume that the meat still going to be consumed in this Mishnah is being consumed under those circumstances. Um, the Mishnah also discusses pigle. Pigle is when one is doing the one of the four essential procedures of a zevach, of a sacrificial animal, um, which are the shechita, the slaughtering, the kabbalah, the receiving of the blood, the holacha, the bringing of the blood to the mizbech, temple altar, and the zrika, the application of that blood to the altar. Those four steps, shechita, Kabbalah, Holacha, and Zrika are all essential um, in as much as if one has even a deviant thought during those processes, so that could make the entire offering totally now puzzle invalid and can't be brought. And one of those forbidden thoughts is the thought that's referred to as Chutz Lizmano, that you intend to have some components of this offering to be consumed either by the people who would eat it, or by the Mizbeach, the altar itself, which, is, so to speak, consumes the blood, and the Emurim, the, the portions of the offering which are, are burned upon the altar. So there are certain deadlines when these things have to be brought, each on their own. I'm going to get into right now so much. Um, but the point is, if when a person is, when the person who is performing the rites of Shechita, or Kabbalah, or Holacha, or Zrika, on a korban, should he think at that time, oh, I'm going to have some component of this offering be consumed outside of the proper time, that renders the offering pigle. It's actually a verb, mifagel, in the noun pigle. It's um, invalidated. It's a term of art. It means just what I just described it as. And pigle, korbanos, are forbidden for consumption, actually under penalty of karis, of a premature death and severance, Spiritual severance. So we're talking about pigle being in the mix of this meat stew. It's forbidden for everyone, Cohen and non-Cohen alike. We'll also mention nosar. Nosar is the leftover components of sacrificial offerings and beyond their respective deadlines or different deadlines for different things. But once they pass the deadline, they become nosar, um, leftovers. And nosar is equally forbidden, like pigle, meaning if one does consume um, nosar, the penalty is karis. Um, in our gears and our Mishnahs here, that's all we have. The Bartanura also had um, tame, meaning sacrificial meats which were rendered tame. And uh, in truth, usually pigle, nosar, and tame work as sort of a trio because all of them carry that penalty of karas. So whether or not it's included here in the Mishnah, the principle doesn't change. The point is you have um, three components which are potentially iser in the mixture, meaning kadshe kachim, which a non-Kohen may not eat, as well as pigle and nosar, which Kohen and non-Kohen alike may not eat. And they're combining to flavor this meat stew. 
So like the previous Mishnah, we're going to say, and a couple of previous Mishnahs, we're going to say that according to the Tanakhama, they do combine, and therefore, since one of the ingredients is Kadshe Kadshim, it's Usr to non-Kohanim, and therefore, if they combine together, so then the mixture becomes forbidden for all non-Kohanim, and for Kohanim, since Kadshe Kadshim is permitted to Kohanim, the whole mixture is permitted to Kohanim, assuming there's a requisite amount of the non the regular food, the mutter meat, to offset um, the piglinosar in the mix. And Rabbi Shimon, once again, is going to disagree and say, listen, these are different categories of Isser, and therefore they don't combine under any circumstances, and therefore Kohen and non-Kohen alike may eat them. Okay? Now, here the mission says inside, Chaticha shall kadshe kachem, one piece of meat which was kadshe kachem meat, forbidden to non-Kohanim, and shall piggle, a piece of piggle meat, which is forbidden to everybody, this shall nosar, and a piece of, piece of nosar, leftover meat um, from Corbin, which is forbidden to everybody. Shnezbashlu im hachatichos. They were all cooked together in one big chalum pot, this big meat stew. And there would be enough meat in the stew to offset each of these components individually, but not all of them combined. Ashulazarim umutla kohanim says the Tanakama here that a non-Kohen can't eat the mixture because the three components combine, whereas um, a Kohen could eat the mixture. Of course, that would mean that the numbers have to work out, that the Pigel and Nosar are less, that's called than a 60th. They're not Nosan Tom, um, if that's the case, or 60th if it's Minu Amino, in the mix um, to make it permitted to a Kohen. Rabbi Shimon's Matir, Lazar, and Kohanim. Rabbi Shimon says, in all events, the mixtures permitted to Kohen and non-Kohen alike because each of the different categories of Isra do not combine. And again, there's really very little, if any, Chiddush in this Mishnah relative to the previous Mishnahs. Um, and Tos Tov, as I said before, um, says the whole point of this Mishnah really is just to introduce the last Mishnah of the Perak, Yudzayim, which does have, um, builds on these principles to some degree and actually has a new Chiddush inside of it.